This is episode two of Alain's blogcast, which is the audio version of my blog that I have had since 2003. Um, the blogcast, though, is brand new. This is only episode two, um, which I have created as a way to make my website more accessible to those with reading and visual disabilities or impairments. And also, I've just been curious about getting into podcasting. And this, I figured, was a good way to stick my toe in the water. So here I am. As a bit of a preamble to my latest post... Um, gratitude list number 1095, I thought I'd give you just a touch of a history behind it. Many of you may be aware, but many of you are probably not. I started a gratitude community back in November of 2008 for a variety of reasons, and it's continued to this day. Um, it We used to have it on a platform called Ning. It has since moved to a Facebook group, which you can join, called Grace and Small Things. It sounds like a religious title, but it's not. It is um, non-denominational, atheist welcome, very open, welcoming space, all kinds of people there. And I thought I would just give you a little bit of a history as to why I created this community. And then I will read you my latest post for that community. So here's something I wrote in 2014 about what Grace and Small things means for me and why I created it. When I started the Grace and Small Things Gratitude Community back in November 2008, I was trying to dig myself out of a difficult place after a hysterectomy for cervical cancer, leaving an abusive work environment and a breakdown. I had an idea that if I invited a thousand of my closest friends, we could create a space that would help us grow better things for ourselves. I had no idea how right I was, though, at least when it came to the incredible ways that Grace and Small Things would come to affect my own life. Since then, Grace and Small Things has grown to over 2,000 members, and the community has spilled over into blogs across the globe, onto Twitter at Grace and Small Things, and Instagram at hashtag Grace and Small Things, and it has even been featured in Women's Day magazine. I can't speak for all of you who joined, wrote, commented, and spread the word, but this community has revolutionized my life. When I started GIST, GIST is short for Grace and Small Things, I had no faith in my ability to create a better life for myself. At the beginning, I was so low physically, psychologically, and emotionally after dealing with cancer, negative work conditions, depression, and anxiety, and an as-then-yet-to-be-acknowledged alcoholism. But I felt beholden to GIST, so I made sure I wrote down five things I at least didn't hate every day during that first year. I slowly became someone who could see beauty and light again against all my actual expectations. The daily reminders turned from a chore I grumbled through to a way of seeing throughout my days, transitioning me from a state of hopelessness to one of vision. Grace and Small Things helped give me not only my life back, but also one that I could love and feel the power to grow within. So it's had a really powerful effect on me. And it's funny because it was suggested to me by a therapist I had at the time. She and I had determined that I had the habit of turning everything I started into a major project that overtook my life. And she said writing five things down every day that didn't suck was a safe, safe bet for me because I couldn't blow that out of proportion. I agreed with her. I left her office. And within two hours, I had 
signed up to create an entire community website, started designing it, and invited a thousand of people from my email contacts list. The next time I went to see her, she said, I saw what you did and was super judgy about it. But it turned out to be a really good thing because I was, I found myself within a group of people where we could all support each other uh, into seeking a better vision of our lives and the world. So after all that, here's my latest gratitude list post, which I tend to write, um, hopefully at least once a week. Sometimes I miss a week or two. This one's called Gratitude List 1095. Onion, big mouth, surviving last week, fresh air on my skin, and onion again. One, onion, the second of our four cats, is darling. This is an indisputable fact. Two, Netflix lets me rewatch two seasons of Big Mouth in as many days. It was called Poignantly Repulsive on Rotten Tomatoes, and I almost don't want to share it because it's not everyone's cup of tea. Is it weird that I find watching a cartoon about the ludicrousness of puberty kind of healing? Because it is. Three, I made it through last week. Last week was rough. Every task I undertook was almost exactly like the tired metaphor, slogging through mud. I worked so hard, and then almost nothing came of it because time was inching along like it was mocking me while I threw myself against walls. But now I'm just complaining. I survived, and that's what matters. Four, I took a long walk in the sun, and it was warm enough for me to leave the top button of my coat undone so I could feel the actual fresh air against my chest. I connected with my body so pleasantly for a moment. Five, back to my cat, Onion. He is 12 years old, which I recently found out puts him solidly in the elderly cat category. On the one hand, they grow up so fast my heart is breaking. But on the other hand, he is remarkably youthful for being elderly, and I'm so grateful for it. I need my beautiful kitty boyfriend to stick around with me for a good while longer. And that's it. Those were my five gratitudes this week. And you will hear five more, hopefully next week on Monday, but I often forget till Wednesday. Thanks for listening. Bye.